Hey, welcome back, everyone. Um, this is uh, Fisher Phillips, uh, Conversations About COVID-19. And today we have with us Kevin Troutman, our Houston office, um, a partner in that office, and uh, Philip Balknight, who was recently elected partner as well in our New Jersey office. And today we're talking about vaccines for COVID-19. And uh, I'm going to turn it over to Philip, and he's going to talk a little bit about um, sort of liability issues, waivers, and sort of miscellaneous issues that we're seeing arise with respect to the vaccine or the vaccine that will be more and more prevalent, more and more, more available um, to most workforces as we continue uh, through 2021. So, Philip, um, what are you seeing in that area? Sure. Uh, thanks, Travis. Well, our, our position and what we've seen is that typically, uh, you know, it, given these circumstances, waivers would be of, of little or, or no value in terms of actually protecting the, the employer. Uh, typically, waiver agreements between employers and employees are disfavored due to what's seen as an unequal bargaining power between them as employers typically have superior bargaining power. Um, in addition, most in most states, waiver agreements don't apply to gross negligence or willful uh, intentional or wanton conduct as employers can't waive that liability. Um, in many other states, there's also the workers' compensation, compensation issue as employees cannot waive workers' compensation claims due for, for work-related injuries. And um, another, another factor that employers need to consider when, when thinking about waiver issues is that um, under OSHA, there's, the, there's a general duty clause requirement. And there's, so employers have uh, a general duty to protect their employers from recognized hazards. And you can't, as an employer, waive uh, your duty to maintain a, uh, you know, a, a, safe, a safe workplace. So um, given those factors, we don't really see a lot of, a lot of uh, benefits uh, legally uh, to having a waiver instead. What we, what we would recommend is that we think it's better to focus on making a safe uh, and collaborative and well-informed workplace where you can work with your uh, employees to try and come up with the, the best solution to, uh, you know, obviously keep your employees safe, both from a COVID uh, perspective and a general workplace perspective. That's good points there, Philip. And I'm interested um, from, for either one of you, um, Philip or Kevin, um, what type of liability could an employer face um, when, you're, when you're thinking about that waiver, whether or not to do it? What types of claims could be lodged by an employee, whether or not they're merit, have any merit at, at all? Um, what kind of claims could an employer possibly see if someone has a side effect from the vaccine? You know, we could see an employee uh, making a claim of, of negligence or some, some kind of, of, of a liability claim based on uh, a side effect that came from the um, the vaccine, but as as Phil referred to, the the structure in almost every state sets up a framework where workers' comp is the exclusive remedy for uh, any kind of workplace related illness or injury for an employee. So that's the direction that uh, the employer is going to go if somebody makes that sort of a claim, uh, and and the law is structured so that unless there is an intentional act or gross negligence, which is a much higher standard, then those kinds of lawsuits of, of just a, uh, what I would call a vanilla negligence claim is not likely to get anywhere. Uh, my background is in human resources. Uh, before I started practicing law many years ago, I spent a long time in HR. And, and I just, I think about it from that perspective. You know, an employee has what they consider to be a work-related injury or illness. You're going to go to workers' comp. That's going to be their exclusive, their only remedy. And uh, that, that's the direction we see the liability arguments ultimately going from the employer side. A person can bring a claim for almost anything, but we think that's going to be the employer's best defense in almost every situation. 
And uh, the the thing that, that we always think is really important in, in the way we the way we work with employee types of issues is you want to work with employees, not against them, and you, you want employees to understand that you, as their as their employer, are working to maintain a safe workplace. And we we think it's much more productive to focus on what is it that we're doing to maintain that safe workplace and that safe environment, as opposed to coming to them and saying we want you to waive this potential claim, which we're not we really don't think would be enforceable anyway, let's say a purported waiver of, of workers' comp rights, uh, rather than, than even bringing that up, focus on let's work together for a safer workplace and educate employees and talk about all the different things we're doing to maintain a safe workplace well beyond just what we might be doing in terms of either encouraging or even if we were requiring vaccinations. Do you think that the waivers you know, like we've seen with just COVID-19 in general, uh, do you think the waivers for a vaccine would um, have a morale impact or a deterrent impact? What I mean by that is that the employees may look at that and say, well, it can't be that safe if my employer's making me sign a waiver. Do you, th- do you think that's a, a part of the analysis for employers as well? I sure do. I think it's going to cause employers to, uh, I'm sorry, employees to kind of raise their eyebrows, think twice. You know, they go home, they talk to their family and say, well, this is what my company says to me now about this vaccine. I, I think it is going to cause some concerns. Phil, I think you've probably had some uh, had some conversations along that line, too. Absolutely. Uh, and, I, and I think just kind of the human aspect of the human element is that if you're a company and you're you're going to most likely be giving out information saying, listen, we're giving you this vaccine. We're taking all steps to keep you safe. We care about you. By the way, sign this waiver, you know, uh, waiving any liability against us. It's kind of, you know, uh, a backhanded, it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel good to the employee. You know, I don't, I don't think if you're, if your employer is telling you all these things about how they care about you and want to keep you safe and you sign a waiver, I think an employee could interpret that and say, this is, this is just a load of, you know, uh, you know, uh, stuff. This is, this is, this is disingenuous. They, they, this is not safe. They just care about the bottom line. And I, you know, and I think that's how employers, employees could take it. And I think it could have a bad impact on morale. Well, that's great. I really appreciate it. Um, I know that the, our clients and potential clients out there will really enjoy listening to this. And if you have any questions about vaccine waivers, liability issues, feel free to reach out to Kevin um, in Houston or Philip up in New Jersey. And we certainly appreciate you guys tuning in and um, look forward to speaking with you uh, next time. Thank you very much. This podcast provides an overview of a specific developing situation. It is not intended to be and should not be construed as legal advice for any particular fact situation. 